At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Friday edition of primetime action here on VSIN. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds on the desk with me tonight, Isaiah Von Vrinkel behind the glass, and we have Lou Finacaro that's going to join us. We're going to talk to him about not only the Super Bowl, but UFC card this weekend as well. Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus also going to join us, talk all things football with him as well. But before we get going here, we do have some tip-offs happening right now in the NBA. If you're looking to get down on the Cleveland Cavaliers, Charlotte Hornets, the Hornets are seven to seven and a half point home favorites in that one. We got a total of two sixteen and a half to two seventeen. Seven Eastern, four Pacific. We got the Celtics and the Pistons. The Celtics are anywhere from ten to eleven point road favorites over the Pistons. Total anywhere from two fourteen and a half all the way to two fifteen and a half. So be sure for that game to shop around. Bulls and the Pacers here at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. The Bulls are one to one and a half point road favorites over the Pacers. We got 227 and a half, 228 your total. 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, the Atlanta Hawks and the Toronto Raptors. We have the Raptors as two, two and a half point home favorites over the Hawks. 218 all the way to 219 and a half. So point and a half difference on the total. Shop around. 830 Eastern, 530 Pacific. We have the Rockets and the Spurs. The Spurs are seven, seven and a half point home favorites over the Rockets. A total of 237 to 237 and a half in that one. Nine Eastern, six Pacific. We have the Pelicans and the Nuggets. The Nuggets are five and a half point home favorites over the Pelicans. Total of 224, 224 and a half. 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, we have the Nets and the Jazz. The Jazz are 5.5-point home favorites over the Nets, 229.5 all the way to 230.5 the total. So take a look around. 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, the Thunder and the Blazers. Blazers are 6.5-point home favorites over the Thunder, 213.5 to 214 the total there. And then 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, we have the Sixers and the Mavericks. The Mavericks are point and a half to 2 point. Home favorites, 209 and a half is your total. Wes, anything for you tonight in the association? Yeah, the only thing I did pre-flop, because most of my mm. stuff is second half or in-game, mm. I did take the over in Brooklyn, Utah. I think it was 229 or 229 and a half. Forget mm. what I got. But, by the way, injury news in that game, of course, James Harden not going to go. And we'll get to more on James Harden later. Now the subject of the latest trade rumor, courtesy of Shams Jirani at Stadium. Donovan Mitchell returns for Utah, so that's the injury adjustment there. And then a couple of the games that are just about to tip off. 
Charlotte now seven and a half, by the way. That's because Gordon Hayward is going to go for the Hornets and Darius Garland, the newly all-star minted Darius Garland, mm-hmm. going to miss. Cade Cunningham out for the Pistons, so Boston up to 11-point favorites. And the Pacers have taken a little bit of money. Zach Levine not going to go for the Bulls, so Bulls just laying one and a half now in Indianapolis. Over uh, over in the NHL, we got the, what, the skills challenge tonight mm-hmm. that they've got going on. It's like fastest shot and fastest skater. You know, and you all know kinds it's of so stuff. random out here too, Matt, because yeah. we do have the all-star festivities here. We also, I think we had the East-West Shrine game last night. We have the Pro Bowl here. <laughs> and it's almost like you don't know that it's going on out here in Las Vegas because it's the calm before the storm because of the Super Bowl. But nevertheless, uh, a lot of things going on. You wouldn't know it, though. It doesn't you, seem you, like. You certainly would not. At the We were watching that skills competition go on in the NFL last night, and that, that was happening like a block and a half. It was like right down the street mm-hmm. from my house at that Las Vegas ballpark. ballpark. Yes. I was like, I had no idea that it was even that it was even a thing. So uh, that was that was fairly interesting. Did you did you catch any of that last? I did one? not. It, it was it, you didn't miss anything at all. Like it was just it was it was crazy. I used to love that stuff yeah. too. I used to love like when they would do that like quarterback challenge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a um, did you remember the Jeep Superstars competition yeah, yeah. when they'd have all the different athletes do the different events? But yeah, we're about to get underway. With the skills competition here at T-Mobile Arena, yeah, it, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting for sure. They 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 had a <laughs> they had a deal where it was like the overgrown kind of Dave and Buster's thing, where it was this huge mm-hmm. grid of circles, and you throw it, and like you you get more points by depending on which circle you throw it into. But there was a defender that was defending mm-hmm. the circles, mm-hmm. one of which was Trayvon Diggs, who at one point goes over to try to block one of the passes and rams his shoulder into the structure, <laughs> and then basically just quit playing at that point and didn't play anymore. Like we were like, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be the most ridiculous thing ever that they're out there playing an overgrown Dave and Buster's thing. And one of the best players, best up and coming players in the league, like cracks his, t- his collarbone, right. like trying right. to like block a, a meaningless pass right. or something. Yeah. He, he basically quit that. Uh, he, he wasn't defending any more passes. Dave and Buster's, by the way, the proud host of the primetime action holiday party yes. a few yes. weeks ago. Each, Thank you e- to the folks at Dave and Buster's. Each and every time that we can get over there, we try to, uh, to get over there. I do want to touch on real quick just on the uh, on the Super Bowl lines as well because we started seeing fours pop back up today. So over at DraftKings, over at Bet Rivers, uh, fours coming in at DraftKings. Not even juiced. It is it's an even four on both sides. If you want the four at Rivers, it's a slight juice one thirteen over there. So we were. We were talking about, you know, Wes, when you were in here earlier in the week, we were saying, you know, look, we're we're accustomed to not really seeing line movements in the dead week right. because we're used to – the line movements came when people flew into town and started lining up the books and stuff behind us. But now with this influx of, of everybody betting across the, the nation here, and now we're seeing – we've seen three-and-a-half to four, four to four-and-a-half, now back down to four here just in this, in this dead week, which makes me wonder – if this thing's going to light up like a Christmas tree all next week, because the casual betters haven't even right. chimed in a- yet. Exactly. Yeah. The, the most of the money is going to come. They always say most of the money comes on game day. It's going to come every day. It's yeah. going to be like a game day next week. So, you know, I kind of figured it was going to dance around the number. I know when we had Drew Densick on the mm. other night, he's like, yeah, I was surprised that we saw a four and a half. So early mm. here in the week, thought we might see it as we got closer to uh, game time next Sunday. But 
I still think it's going to kind of dance in this range. I don't know. You might get a rogue five at a couple different places. Mm -hmm. Then those will get gobbled up. Usually you don't see like a really huge line move in terms of the spread because there's enough money in the market, Matt, and there's enough liquidity where you're going to have people making cases for both sides. Over in the NFL, we did get some news today as well. The Jags did go ahead and hire Doug Peterson as their head coach. And, and, and Wes, you know, look, I look at this and I understand we're going through a, a bunch of stuff with the Brian Flores stuff right now. And, and listen, I 100% think that there should be more minority coaches in, mm-hmm. in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. But I think anybody who's getting, like, the, their feathers ruffled about this. I mean, this right. is this is Super Bowl winning head coach, exactly. right? I mean, like it, this exactly. this is this is like not like okay, you know, person X, Y, and Z all got passed over for some for some mm-hmm. schmo that it has no track record whatsoever. I mean, this guy's been to a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl, beat Tom Brady. I mean, like the whole nine yards here. So, I mean, I, I think that you kind of got to just step back and look at this and say, okay, this guy's coming in in a very very bad situation with a quarterback that was, you know maybe didn't live up quite up to expectations in his rookie season and all that. Like I actually look at this as a, as a really good hire. No, I think it's yeah. a very good hire. Yeah. And, and you know, he's only been out of coaching for a year, but keep in mind, this is a guy, as you mentioned, did win a super bowl ring with Nick Foles as the starting right. quarterback, by the way, you know, so who's not exactly a high end starter, certainly doesn't have the upside that you would think the number one draft pick, uh, Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall draft pick for that matter would have. So look, you knew that they were going to do that because Jacksonville, I think uh, Shad Khan and the entire Jacksonville brain trust were like, okay, who's our best resource right now? It's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. We got to find him some help and we got to have some guys that can develop him. And I think Doug Peterson, certainly we know that the urban Meyer uh, hire was controversial when it was made and it became more so as time went on. But I think you're getting a proven guy here. Who's got a super bowl ring, who was under the tutelage of Andy mm-hmm. Reed, who eventually is going to be in the pro football hall of fame. Even if he retired tomorrow right. and doesn't win another game, he would eventually be in the pro football hall of fame. So I think that this is a very good hire by Shad Khan. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, look, it's, it's, it's a, it's one that apparently a couple people didn't want because of the GM situation that's going on there in, in Jacksonville. And I think that Doug Peterson probably went in and said, it was like, Hey, look, I'm going to do what I want to do. And if you guys mess with me, then <laughs> you know, I'll be gone as well. On the NBA side of things, we had uh, a trade today. The Clippers got Norman Powell and Bob Covington from the trailblazers in exchange for Eric Bledsoe, justice Winslow, Keon Johnson. I think there was a pick that was thrown in there as well with all of that. Um, look, I think this is the Clippers uh, acting on the news that we got from uh, Coach Ty Lu, where he said he doesn't expect Kawhi Leonard to be back mm-hmm. this year. And they go out, get a couple of, of, of proven veteran dudes. I mean, Bob Covington has been a, a 3 and D guy for a while now. Norman Powell, when given the opportunity, has shown that he's been able to score in the league as well. And I think they're kind of saying, hey, look, you know, we're not going to totally give up here because Kawhi's not coming back. Right, and the Clippers right now are in the 8th spot and mm-hmm. Portland in the 10th. Mm-hmm. So kind of in that little play-in round where 7 plays 8, 9 mm-hmm. plays 10, then the winners play each other to get those last two spots. But you look, Portland, I think, you know, is was this the year they were going to get Damian Lillard some support, and they really have not done that. So is Damian Lillard eventually going to be on the block or be going somewhere else? Uh, they just haven't gotten a lot of people around him after he resigned. Clippers, as you mentioned, Kawhi going to be out pretty much for the rest of the season. So you do need those 3 and D guys. Uh, number eight spot currently for the Clippers. I believe they're like one and a half back of the Lakers. So, 
these are not teams obviously challenging for the top four in the Western Conference. And of course, uh, we'll get to the trade rumor later when we have a little bit more time to discuss it with perhaps James Harden maybe on the move to Philadelphia per Shams Duraniev Stadium. Did you uh, did you have anything in college basketball tonight? Uh, a bunch of stuff that went off at four o'clock, mm. but I do have one game that'll go off at six o'clock Pacific, nine o'clock Eastern. I played Colorado State on the money line against San Diego State. We were uh, uh, talking with our engineer, Sean McCall, and before he's like, do you think the Mountain West is going to get four mm. bids? I was like, they're at least going to get three and maybe even four. Boise State's been very good. Wyoming has been on a hot streak. Colorado State's lost their last two. They did beat the Aztecs in Viejas, so I think they're going to sweep them tonight. I laid minus 170 on the money line. Golf leaderboard, not great for us. <laughs> Seamus Power goes out, shoots eight under with two bogeys. He shoots eight under with two bogeys. He's up at 16 under, next closest guy, sitting at 11 under. Certainly not over by any stretch of the imagination, but not looking great for us and our bets here. We'll take a look at some of these Super Bowl parlay bets as well when we come back. Primetime action here on a Friday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Primetime action here on VSIN. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, Isaiah Von Brinkle behind the glass. Anyone that watches or listens to the programming regularly knows I'm just a really big hockey guy. Everyone knows that I'm <laughs> really big into the NHL. I bet it you know, multiple times a night and all that, which is why I know exactly what's happening tonight in the NHL Skills Challenge. But you know, just just to give him some some more airtime, I'm going to kick it over to West here and let him let you know what what's going on in the actual. So I got to fake the funk that I'm the hockey <laughs> expert, right? Here on this program, uh, we'll, we'll do our best here. By the way, the skills challenge about to get underway. So DraftKings is apparently the sponsor of this yes, skills challenge. Yes. So certainly they have odds up. We're like we hope they have mm-hmm. odds up. They are sponsoring it, but. Fastest skater is one of the categories, and the uh, favorite, not quite the odds-on favorite, still even money, plus 100, is uh, Connor McJesus, Connor McDavid (laughs) of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, 
and he is uh, even money. Dylan Larkin five to one, Kale McCarr eleven to two, Chris Kreider ten to one, Jordan Kiru ten to one, Evgeny Kuznetsov twelve to one, Kyle Connor thirteen to one, Adrian Kempe fifteen to one. You're like, hey, you're fifteen times slower than Connor McDavid. Like, right. you're, like, you're, like, you're, you're, you're right. like you're like you are the slowest guy of the it's bunch. It's like if he falls down, <laughs> you have a chance. If he trips over his own skates, uh, there also is an accuracy competition. Uh, Connor McDavid's uh, teammate for the Oilers, Leon Dreisaitl, four to one. Sebastian Ajo, eleven to two. Troy Terry, eleven to two. Jake Gunsel, seven to one. Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau, seven to one. Patrice Bergeron, fifteen to two. Jonathan Marcheseau, the local Vegas Golden right. Knight, at eight to one. Clayton Keller, ten to one. Rasmus Dahlin, twelve to one for the accuracy shooting. And then there are four in what is called the hardest shot competition. Odds-on favorite wow. here from the Tampa Bay Lightning. That would be Victor Hedman at minus one twenty. Adam Pilek plus three eighty. Tom Wilson four to one. I, I, if Tom Wilson is participating in this, like he's got to have like somebody to fight, doesn't he? I, I mean, can he fight after he gets the hardest shot? Because we're so used to that. And Timo Meyer, by the way, eleven. I mean, this 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 Victor Hedman at minus one twenty. He must just. He just must hit rockets off his stick or something yeah, like he, that. The I mean, defenseman for the Tampa Bay yeah. Lightning uh, uh, definitely has a, has a rocket <laughs> off that stick on one-timers. And then there is a goalie competition called Save Streak. I will plead ignorance here. I don't yeah. know the format. I don't know if it's like, you know, when they shoot the tennis balls <laughs> at you at practice, if there's like a hockey puck machine yeah. that can shoot these at you at the same time. Another Tampa Bay Lightning player is the favorite, that being Andre Vasilevsky at 3-1. to one. Yusei Saros, 5-1. to one. John Gibson, 6-1. to one. Frederick Anderson, 6-1. to one. Jack Campbell, 7-1. to one. Tristan Jari joins him at 7-1. to one. Thatcher Demko, 8-1. to one. And Cam Talbot, the long shot at 10-1. to one. I, I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, Frederick Anderson's going to win this one. That's what's Frederick Anderson six to one. That's my. Uh, that's that. I'm going to go ahead with Hedman. The favorite is going to yeah. win the hardest shot. Yeah. I mean, I, they know something we don't. He's he's minus one twenty. Next closest guy is three eighty. Mm-hmm. So he must be a solid like five miles an hour better right. than the, than these other guys. Accuracy, uh, you know. Let, let, let me ta- let me take Marshall to just the the hometown, so I have some. Re- that's what I would do. Yeah. And on, on the save streak, I would go with the American goaltender from the Anaheim Ducks. That being John Gibson, six to one, same price. Uh, fastest skater. I, I mean, want to see if I could fade Connor. I know, McDavid, seriously. Boy, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. He mm-hmm. he is absolutely a joy to watch. He's worth the price of admission if you go to an NHL game. So if I was to maybe go against him, I might take a shot with Kale McCarr at plus five fifty. I like. I'll, I'll ride with you on that one. There we go. So there we have it. We're fading. We are fading Connor McDavid probably to our own peril here on, on, on the desk. <laughs> Connor McDavid is going to do what Seamus Power <laughs> yeah. is doing at the AT and T Pebble He's Beach. He's going to be like two miles an hour faster than the next guy or something or whatever. I don't know how they. Uh, I don't know if it's timed or it's speed or I. I, I don't know. We're going to find out. We are actually very interested to see how this is all going to play out. So uh, genuine interest here on the set tonight. We got some uh, quarterback parlays that you can bet. Again, the endless amount of props is starting to hit. I mean, there were tons of them that were already available on Tuesday, more on Wednesday, more on Thursday, and here we are on Friday, even more available here on Friday. They're going to continue to roll into next week as well. But if we take a look at the screen here, these are just uh, pre-made kind of quarterback parlays. Stafford, 375 passing yards and three touchdowns, 10 to 1. That's not a big enough price. That is not near a big enough price. Burrow, 375. And 
and three is eleven to one. Uh, Stafford three seventy five and four sixteen to one. Burrow three seventy five and four twenty to one. Stafford three seventy five and thirty five uh, and thirty five plus completions twenty to one. Burrow three seventy five and thirty five plus completions twenty to one. Burrow and Stafford twenty five plus rush yards each twenty to one. That's not happening. And Burrow three seventy five or more passing yards plus twenty five rush yards is twenty. Two to one. So they just kind of slap together mm-hmm. some of these parlays if you want to kind of go at it. I mean, there's at least a little bit of correlation in the passing yards and completions one with the 375 and, and, and 35 completions. I mean, there's at least a tiny bit of correlation with those. But um, the rest of them, I mean, look, right. it's just kind of like, you know. Right. And and by the way, and, and look, I look at these as kind of targeted to like new betters. Yeah, exactly. Basically like recreational mm-hmm. betters. Like if you get the math guys, like what you were saying about Matthew Stafford, the 375 plus and three plus touchdowns. Keep in mind, what is this total right now? Like 48 and a half. Yeah. So that should be a lot higher than 10 to <laughs> one if you really break down the math here. Like I know the prices look attractive and, and look, these are kind of more like fun bets mm-hmm. for casual betters that are maybe betting smaller dollar increments and see if you can hit a big one. But the math on this, I think the completion thing, that that looks like a relatively accurate price, or at least in the ballpark. But some of these uh, need to be a lot higher. Yeah, I, I, I'm absolutely. I mean, it, I, I guess the only one, okay, if someone said here's a free $100 bet and you had to play, you know, a free $100 bet, I think Burrow 375 and then 25 rush yards at 22. I would just take the longest shot sure. one here, and he's he's at least mobile. We've seen mm-hmm. him take off and scramble when when need be, you know, and all that. So, I mean, like, I, I think I'd probably just take the longest shot one and, there. And, and I got to think Cincinnati, if they studied their game tape that they just mm-hmm. played against Kansas City, he was really forced out of the pocket. Yeah. It wasn't a lot of design runs. So I'm going to be curious if Cincinnati maybe does a little bit more design runs with Joe Burrow because I think when he is on the move and outside the pocket, he's obviously great in the pocket because he was like, what, number one mm-hmm. against the Blitz in the National Football League this year. But he's still pretty darn good on the move, man. Maybe get him out of the pocket and get these guys going one way. It's tough for even the Jalen Ramseys and those guys to be covering these receivers for that long of a time. So if Burrow can keep the play alive, I think that they should do a little more design running with him. Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the things I do want to kind of bring up here as we put those up, and as Wes said, like, you know, one of the amazing options that you guys, rest of country, have that we don't have here is is these, that you can build your own same-game parlays, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're, like, right here, you can get Burrow at – over 329 and a half. So it'll save you him having to get to 376 passing yards like that. And there's a big difference between 330 and, and 376, right? I mean, like whenever you start to talk about passing yards and then the three plus touchdowns. So right there, you see that you're getting the 375 and three and three plus with Burroughs at 11 to one. You can get 330 and three plus and just build your own parlay and you get a little over six to one on that. So, I mean, it saves you 45 yards of passing for him and you're still getting over six to one on it. Right. And so like you can start messing around with these same game parlays and stuff and, and kind of do one of the things that disclaimer, yes, they don't pay out the, the, the true odds, but that's kind of the tax that you're paying for being able to put together a correlated parlay that again, this was unheard of five years ago. I mean, like five years ago, the the fact that I could go through with a game script in mind and say, okay, so if this happens, I like this, 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 and this to happen all in the same game was, they would have never let me play place any sort of bet like that. So yeah, you're not getting the, the, the true odds on the payout West, but it's kind of like 
the perk of being able to bet it, right? Because I mean, right. you're, you're you're able to go in and use what you you know as a handicapper, right. what you how you feel the game is going to go. Because in in most Vegas books, yeah. you're not going to get that option. Yeah. I mean, you basically have to do single prop bets mm-hmm. if you want to kind of correlate something. It's like, okay, I really like this receiver over yards, mm-hmm. so I want to play over receptions yep. as well, and I want to you know do this and that. So yeah, you don't get those options. The payouts are reduced, but at least you do get something, and at least there's a little bit of creativity and I I think creativity needs to be rewarded in this prop market I mean we know who kind of started it all out here and that was Jay Cornegay Mm -hmm. and his crew when they were at the Imperial Mm -hmm. Palace now over at Westgate Superbook but look uh, you know everybody now it's kind of like these props come out so quickly it used to be like there'd be the grand release out here in Las Vegas now DraftKings had a fair amount of props up on Monday morning and it's like okay now all these shops out here are just kind of waiting and monitoring the lines and seeing where these numbers move and then they're going to open them accordingly so when I asked you the other night I was like do you middle these things yeah. you're like I used to do yeah. it a lot more but now there's not yeah. a lot of opportunity because the numbers are so static and everything is just kind of like copy paste right now yeah it used to be I mean I, I honestly think and I was having this conversation with a, a couple of my friends I think I think next year probably I'm going to make the drive to Arizona, the drive to yeah, Arizona yeah, and, yes. and be there on Sunday night and just spend the night and be there yeah. for when these things hit because, you know, within within minutes, they're, they're going to be right. any, any good opportunities are going to be gone because there's so many now, so many new people betting into these markets. And I mean, we continue to, we were talking about the staggering numbers coming out of coming out of New York. And I mean, it is in mm-hmm. the first 30 days, New York has, is going to establish itself as the sports betting capital of the world, surpassing everybody. I mean, it's just been, it's been insanity. The amount of money that's being bet over there. And so they're betting into these same markets, you know, right. and all this stuff like that. And so these numbers end up getting kind of hammered on here. So we're going to talk NBA defensive player of the year on the other side. It is primetime action here on a Friday. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN has a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VSIN all access to everything we do from now through the college basketball championship on April the 4th for only $29. Sign up now and get our best bets emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming college hoops betting guide. Bracket breakdowns plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdowns on every single game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. Go to VEASAN.com slash madness to sign up today. Are you part of all of these? You're part of all these guides, right? Like you bet on Yeah, yeah, we're we're engulfed in the madness here. Super Bowl guide and then the college basketball guide is going to be coming around around tournament time. So uh, plenty of content for all. You just – you can find Wes's work in all of the guides, all the everything. Never they they don't they don't have me contribute to the guides, Wes. I, don't, I, don't, I think they don't think I can write. <laughs> I don't think they. I, I wish they would ask somebody else sometimes. They're like to this do guy it, can hardly me, talk. Writing is time consuming. They're yeah. like we're lucky this guy can talk, so we're not going to have him write anything. <laughs> that's for sure. Like geez. Um, all right, so let's take a look here. We uh, we were talking off air here about uh, our. Our NBA analyst, our NBA expert, Jonathan Von Tobel, who's also at work. You can find all over VEASAN.com as well every single day. Got a really good number here on the NBA Defensive Player of the Year. If you kind of go down here, if right now, Rudy Gobert, he's plus 150. You got Draymond Green at plus 160. Giannis comes in at 6.5. Jaron Jackson at 9-1. to one. Joel Embiid at 22. 
Mikael Bridges at 25, Evan Mobley at 30, and everybody else after that, 40, 45, 120, mm-hmm. all that, whatever. But, like, so the the Jaron Jackson bet, when you go down, you see he is the fourth shortest here at 9-1 to one and somewhere in the 300 to one ish range, right. apparently, is what John got it at. Yeah, he was like 150, I believe, like a week and a half or two weeks ago. Like, he's he's the big mover on the uh, Casey's mm. American top 40 here, like moving up with a bullet up the charts now to nine to one, and probably rightfully so because the fact that he did have 53 block shots in January, that was more than 20 or 20 more than anyone else in the league. I think Robert Williams had 33, but wow. a lot of it, too, is not only his production for the Memphis Grizzlies, the fact that the Memphis Grizzlies are playing obviously very well right now and uh, starting to become at least an outside contender, you would say, in the Western Conference. I believe right now Memphis would be the three seed. They're still four and a half back of Golden State and Phoenix. So they're at least getting in that top four where I think national people are starting to take note of the Grizzlies. They're getting flexed into more national television games and whatnot. So Jaron Jackson now down to nine to one. And plus, I think the fact that the two favorites that you have there, Draymond Green, uh, near January, or I think mid-January, was minus 110, so he was the odds-on favorite to win this, but now he's dealing with this back injury. Rudy Gobert has been out for several games. He's not going to play tonight. Utah's defense, uh, if you read John Von Tobel's write-ups, which I hope you do every day at vcin.com, breaking down the NBA card on a night-to-night basis, I think the uh, Jazz were giving up something. I'm trying to get the exact number, like 116 points per 100 possessions or something like that without Rudy Gobert. I may be off about a half a point, but nevertheless, their defense has absolutely gone downhill without Rudy in the lineup. Maybe Donovan Mitchell helped them at least short-term returning because he's missed a few games with a concussion, but yeah, Jaron Jackson has certainly been the buzz. Uh, you, you, you're obviously late to the party. Maybe don't be early for the funeral mm-hmm. if you're betting it at nine to one. But still, you look at go at just Gobert not being there, and I think he's missed now six consecutive games, including tonight. They're two, Utah's two seven and one. ATS in those games, two and eight straight up in the last 10 games without Gobert. So that's why you're seeing somebody's got to be the mover and somebody's got to get adjusted. And that would be Jaron Jackson. Do we feel like, do we feel like that there is any sort of Gobert fatigue in this, right? Mm, I mean, like, is it one yeah. of those deals where, I mean, I understand he's still a short shot at plus one fifty, and he is an, an absolutely amazing defender, but if you're a if you're a voter in this and we're all human, right? And mm-hmm. you sit down and you have a guy that you feel like is maybe only a little bit behind. Right. Do you do you just go Let's give it to someone new this year. Right. There is that yeah. phenomenon, I think. And mm-hmm. plus, uh, obviously, Giannis up there. Look, uh, won a couple MVPs mm-hmm. already. Is there Giannis fatigue? Joel Embiid, I will say one thing for him. He has been on an absolute tear recently mm-hmm. uh, with all the uh, the trade rumors and whatnot. And uh, he has been absolutely destroying guys. I think he's averaging like 34 a game over the last six games. Sixers, by and way, we'll talk about that game later on. They're in action against Dallas. One and a half, one point underdog in Big D tonight. So Embiid might be the guy down the board. If you don't have one of the favorites or you don't have a good number on one of these guys, maybe Joel Embiid, and we'll see uh, what the Sixers are going to do. They are subject of some trade rumors right now. So, yeah, let's let's actually let's let's get into that while we're while we're talking NBA. And this was something that came through about I guess about two o'clock our time mm-hmm. today per per Shams, and it was this was fairly interesting because I mean, look, we have, it, it seemed like that this trade deadline might come and go fairly quietly, and 
Not if not if something like this ends up happening. Yeah, Daryl Morey, obviously, uh, uh, dealing Daryl, wants to be dealing Daryl here in Philadelphia. It's thought that they would might have to wait until the offseason to deal Ben Simmons, but now we're hearing James Harden, subject of some trade rumors that the Philadelphia 76ers are interested in pursuing, that the Nets are at least opening to open to listening, per uh, Sham's report in The Athletic here, and the deal would, would, would uh, really... Uh, be around Simmons for Harden and then Philadelphia obviously has some role players to try to make the money work that could sweeten the deal. Seth Curry, mm. Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thybul, who is a 40 to one right now for this defensive player of the year that we just talked about. So the fact that maybe they're willing to move James Harden, look, the Nets know that they don't have a lot of time maybe with Kevin Durant in terms of his prime based on the injuries mm. he's had. Kyrie Irving has a player option. So that is why maybe they're looking to perhaps make a deal. They feel like they have a championship core right now. And look, when Harden, Irving, and Durant do play together, that's only been 16 right. games, by the way. They're 13 and three, so they're pretty darn good. And that's why you're seeing the Nets still as the favorite here, because even though it's like, well, Phoenix has a much better record and Golden State has a much better record, and Brooklyn has been struggling on this West Coast road trip and still on that road trip tonight playing at Utah, but there is the thought that, you know, there's always that chance that certain things with Kyrie in terms of, of, of the vaccine and whatnot, mm -hmm. are things going to change? You never really know. So that's why I think the Nets, you're not seeing them drift up. But the team that's very interesting that I saw, Matt, that did drift down with these rumors, I think it's Caesar Sportsbook. I saw Philadelphia mm -hmm. at 18 to one to win the NBA championship. Now down to 12 to one. Now I don't think mm -hmm. that that's necessarily been bet. Right. I think it's a race there. It's not uh -huh. like the old days where the books had the info well before you do yeah. as the betters. You get it at the same time. It's just you got to beat them to the number right now. So that's not necessarily moved on bets. That's moved on air. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those deals. So Maxi has played so incredible for them so far. It does make me wonder just a little bit of what role. Harden would play? Would he come in and just essentially at that point be a just a pure shooting guard, right? Mm -hmm. And like, and not this kind of like weird hybrid type guy that he is it, that he is right now. I mean, if it, it does make that 76ers team seem pretty dangerous if you can roll out on a nightly basis. In, well, I say on a nightly basis, as close to a nightly basis as possible with Embiid, Harden. Maxi and Tobias Harris. I mean, between just those four alone, right. that is a. I mean, once you once you add Harden into that, and you start to kind of see what the. I mean, dare I say that might be one of the better top fours there is like in all the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And look, the kind of the talk really was the Atlanta Hawks. They mm -hmm. were getting most of the talk because it was like within recent weeks, they were centering around John Collins and Bogdanovich, some future draft picks uh, to Philadelphia for uh, perhaps Ben Simmons. Sacramento's always been rumored yeah. too, but Sacramento doesn't want to give up the King's ransom in terms of future draft choices where they're going to have lottery picks maybe looking like for the next couple of years. Minnesota 
also didn't want to meet Philadelphia and Daryl Morey's threshold for draft picks. And all of a sudden, Minnesota, 27 and 25, they've got a good young core there with Cat, Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell. So Timberwolves seemingly have kind of backed off, not totally backed yeah. away from the table, but not exactly pumping the phone, I think, to make this deal right now. Yeah, where where we look, you know, where we sit right now, I mean, the Nets at DraftKings, the Nets are still the favorite to win the NBA championship at 3-1. to one. Warriors at 425, 475, I should say. Uh, Suns at 5 to 1, Bucks at 7 to 1, Heat at 13, and then the Sixers are at 13 mm-hmm. right now at, at DraftKings. And you kind of take a look and you start to see where this, I assume this graphic was probably made like earlier today. Yeah, and, before and so, the yeah, so came from out. 19 to 13, you can see the movement just kind of off of this rumor. And look, I think it's, I, I think it's, I think it's fair because, like I said, I mean, if you you add Harden to that mix and it's mm-hmm. Harden and Embiid and Maxi and, and Tobias Harris, that's I, it's hard off the top of my head to think of a better four that a team is running out. Yeah, anyway. exactly, and that's kind of the way of the NBA right now. You got to get like a super team and super type of talent. That's what Brooklyn has tried to do. It'll be interesting to see. The deadline is next week, so we'll see if the beard is on the move. We will talk with Lou Finacaro here in uh, on the other side. We're going to talk some. Super Bowl and what he's looking at so far, what he's going to lean into. And then also we do have a smaller UFC card this weekend. We'll see what is in his account as well. Primetime action here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. One expert pick worth two times the points. Join the action on the biggest Sunday of football season with the L'Oreal men's expert pick. Play free for your shot at a share of 10000 total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash MenExpert now and draft your lineup before the game. L'Oreal, because we're worth it. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You're a big you're a big L'Oreal you, user. You read that like the voiceover, yeah. like that commercial would air during like Days of Our Lives <laughs> or General Hospital in the afternoon because the uh, target market. Maybe I need to be a big L'Oreal fan to uh, change my beard a different color. I'm I'm going with all three right now and seeing if I could finally pick. Just figure figure out which color you like yes. the best or whatever. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, we we're gonna get you some L'Oreal beard stuffs. 
things, beard oils or something, whatever they are. You can they, they beard oil. That's a thing. All right, let's 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 bring in Lou Finacara right now. You can find him over on Twitter at Gamblu. You can also find his work over in Point Spread Weekly. All the different things like that. Lou, thanks for joining us, my man. Matt Wes, I appreciate you having me on. Good evening. So let's start with the thing that everyone wants to talk about right now. Let's start with the Super Bowl. Let's start with your initial thoughts kind of on the game. I know you will end up getting into some some prop bets. If you have any of those in the account, we can ask you about those too. But let's just talk about the the line and where you kind of feel like this should be and, and where your initial leans are. We can find fours and four and a halves out there depending on which side you like. Right. And uh, I think the side, uh, did it surprise me that it opened three and a half and went to four and a half? No, not really. I thought the three and a half maybe uh, was a little bit thin. I thought, I think four, four and a half is correct. But usually it's, it's my practice that the NFL season for me shuts down after the AFC and NFC championship game. I rely and utilize the Super Bowl recreationally most years. Now, this year changes because uh, I, I notice a little movement on the side, Matt, but more importantly on the total. This total opened 51 and was immediately pounded down to 48 and a half where it's stuck for the last few days. And to me, that's of no. That's a total in a Super Bowl. That's a lot of movement early. And I comprehensively disagree with that movement. Whether it's wise guys that really like that position or people that are setting up a head fake, I'm not sure. But I know that my process in this game now was to take the 48 and a half and I bought to 47 and a half and buying a half a point is something I rarely do during the NFL season. Uh, so buying a full point is even more odd for me, but that's how much I wanted the 48. So in pocket, I have 47 and a half over currently. And it's my opinion that by the time Wednesday, Thursday of next week comes, that that number will be back closer to 50 and on its way to 52 as we approach game time. Now, if I'm incorrect with my analysis, I could have egg all over my face paying extra to get 47 and a half. But I do believe that when the public starts to get involved with parlays, teasers, et cetera, that we're going to see movement on this total and it's going to move up and it's going to move up late in the week. So Lou, when you play against the move on a total, as you have done so here, do you do that just for the full game or do you go ahead and look at first half? Like looking at the market right now, pretty much 23 and a half. There's some 23 and a half to the over minus 115. Do you stay full game or do you get involved in like quarter totals or half totals? Wes, that's a great question, and to answer it, I would say that I would get involved in a halftime total if my plan doesn't work perfectly, and it doesn't often work perfectly. So if I find myself in some duress and I have to create a gimmick or a game in order to neutralize exposure, yes, I will, but really, my goal will, will be to try and control a five-point middle on the total in this game. Lou, have you started looking at any of the props yet? And if so, do you have anything in your account? 
The props that uh, I have suggested are, are basically general in nature because I won't play too many. What I will play is arbitrage props, and that means I'll be looking at a guy like the wide receiver for the Rams, Reynolds, or the wide receiver for Cincinnati, Boyd, uh, players that did not have big games in the NFC or AFC championship game and are tertiary players. When those numbers come out, I'll immediately go over because I know that most of these props grow and the and the numbers rise. And so again, by next week, if I can find a number, uh, it, let's say Boyd's 34 and a half yards, I took it over. If he gets to 40, 41, I have a great opportunity to play the middle. But as you can hear, I'm playing a bunch of safe, tepid type of stuff. If, you, if To me, if I haven't made my money in the NFL by the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is not the day I'm going to do it. <laughs> right. The uh, get even or get even deeper game here for the Super Bowl. Lou Finicaro, by the way, is our guest. And uh, Lou, want to transfer over to UFC. There's a fight night card here at the UFC Apex, amongst a lot of other sporting events going on here in Las Vegas, including the all-star game for the NHL, Pro Bowl for the NFL. And let's start with the main event. Two top 10 middleweights are going to be in the main event tomorrow. That's Jack Hermanson and Sean Strickland trying to work their way up to perhaps uh, get a title shot eventually against the current champion, Israel Adesanya. Hermanson plus 180, Sean Strickland minus 220. Where are you going here? But, you know, I'm stuck in mud, West. This is real. I think this fight's lined pretty tight. I, I realize uh, that Strickland has a very, very sour attitude. He's not playing with a full deck, and he that's a guy that can't be scared. Consequently, he can scare other guys that come playing with a full deck. And Hermanson is a, a soft-spoken guy, and when he has success, and he has had great success against higher caliber fighters than Strickland, is when he can get the fight to the floor and engage in his grappling. Strickland is a good grappler, but he'll be giving away advantage to Hermanson. Hermanson has to get this fight to the floor, in my opinion, and the telling stat in this fight, as well the co-main event, Strickland has 81% takedown defense, Hermanson, albeit against a higher level of opponent, has realized 36% takedown accuracy. If Hermanson is unable to take Strickland down, I see it as a pretty one-sided fight where Strickland will accumulate a lot of pace and a lot of volume and more than likely win a one-sided decision or maybe even through attrition take him out late. Lou, what is your favorite bet on the card tomorrow? My favorite bet on the card tomorrow is uh, one of the early fights in the evening. It's a bantamweight fight between Alexis Davis and Julia Stoliarenko. I don't believe Stoliarenko, even though she's a little larger of a woman, has the chops to deal with Davis. Stoliarenko's lost her last two. Davis has lost her last four out of her five, but the competition and the names she's losing to, Jen Maya, Pazzi Kianzid, Caitlin Chukagian, Davis has just simply been in with a higher level of opponent, and she has a vast uh, advantage in experience. This fight is lined to the over two and a half, minus 250. And for that reason, rather than take Alexis Davis 
minus 220, minus 240. I'll take her via decision plus 105. And uh, if you're interested in the rest of Lou's card, by the way, for this fight night event, uh, you appeared on First Strike with Dave Ross here. You can get that podcast up at vston.com and also Lou's Bout Business podcast, which uh, focuses on the fight game. Lou got about a minute left to go. Let's flip ahead to Super Bowl weekend, not just the Super Bowl, but also UFC 271 in Houston, Texas, and the aforementioned Israel Adesanya, the middleweight champion. He is going to take on Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker about plus two and a quarter right now. Adesanya minus two. 280 any case early on that you can make for the dog Whitaker a strong case they fought uh, a couple of years ago I want to say it's 19 Whitaker was not mentally prepared for that fight he was exhausted and uh, the line was much tighter then in fact Whitaker opened a favorite it closed close to pick him. Uh, Whitaker is going to take the plan that Jan Blachowicz used to beat Izzy and try and get Adesanya on the ground and get on top of him. And his success at doing that will dictate his success at the fight. You can find him on Twitter at Gamblue. You can also find him at VEASAN.com. All of his great work that he does there. And of course, on the couple of podcasts that Wes just mentioned as well. Lou Finicaro, thanks for the time, buddy. Thanks, guys. Good luck and have a great weekend. Thank you, Lou. You too, man. An upset already happened. Connor McDavid, not only did he not win, he was the fourth fastest skater. Wow. Three other guys faster than he is. And yeah, all they did was just skate in a, in a circle for 13 seconds. They do have, I guess, theme music for all these competitors, <laughs> courtesy of Johnny Katz of the Review Journal. So we'll get to that maybe on the other yeah, side. Yeah, there's some good stuff. We're going to look ahead. It's never too early, right, to look ahead at 2023 football. 2023 Super Bowl odds when we come up on the other side here. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.